Is that okay? Is that okay? Okay, guys, let's begin. <clears throat> let's begin a new, a new day, Baruch Hashem, a new life, right? Because when is your life? Your life is today. Our life is right now. You are in your life right now. Many people want to wait until something else is going to happen that's going to change their life, right? Many times we wait for outside things that are going to change us, but the greatest uh, thing that a person can do in his life is he can create the life that he wants to live, and he can make that change that he wants to make, and there's no better time for a person to make his change than right now. And even if a person has um, messed up in the past, and even if a person has... um, been exposed in his mind, in his relationships, in his life to a lot of negativity, which is one of the biggest things that the Yetzirah wants. A person, the Yetzirah wants a person to always think about negativity and always to say that I can't do it, I won't be able to accomplish it, I gotta quit, it's not gonna work, right? The, the, the world of negativity is the world, Nachash Afar Lachmo. The Nachash, the snake, loves the Afar. He loves the dust. He loves when a person doesn't believe in himself. And he wants that a person is going to say, Oh, I've messed up so much, and I've ruined so much, and I've gone through so much, and I've failed so many times. And he wants a person to give up. And the irony is, what's, what's so crazy and it's literally crazy, is that we're not talking about somebody who's 50, 60, 70 years old, where you could say, okay, wow, I lived 40, 50 years of messing up. Okay, a person's a teenager, a person had his childhood, a person's messed up here, he's been messed up there. A person has tremendous, tremendous ability to live his life and to choose to create the life that he wants to live, day in, day out. And the first step to do that, that's one of the reasons why we start off with purity of speech. The reason we start off with purity of speech is because when a person learns to think positively, when a person learns to talk positively, so then you become that. You become a light. You become something that is so powerful. You become a generator yourself. What does that mean, that you're a generator? It means that you're not waiting for other people to make you happy. You're not waiting for other people to bring you positivity. But you are the one who generates the positivity. You're the one who finds within yourself the ability to create what that positivity and what that love is. So let's begin. Question, comments on that? As we begin a new, a new day, a new life, question, comments? It's already, Baruch Hashem, it's already almost 10 o'clock. Yeah, question, comments on that? Okay. I guess it's, uh, it's clear. It's very clear. Okay. Yeah, morning? It's clear. Okay, so let's get to work. So what do I do, what does a person do to create today? How do you create today to be the day that you want today to be. How do you create that? So when a person starts, like we're gonna start right now, is what to say when someone pressures you to speak Rechilas. What do you do when someone pressures you? So what, let's say a following case he brings on page 176, page day 68. Someone asks you what someone else said about him. And the response, may contain negative information. For example, Mrs. Schwartz spoke negatively about your mother. The next day, your mother asks you, "No, so what did Mrs. Schwartz say about me? If it is possible to answer truthfully without repeating the negative information, then that's what you do. If you could answer truthfully without the negative information, that's what you do. However, if this is not possible, says the Chavetz Chaim, then it is permissible, I love it, it is permissible to lie for the sake of peace. 
Yeah, one should be careful not to swear falsely. Unbelievable. Straight out. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Hilchus Rechilas Aleph Ches. So if somebody tells you, what did that guy say about me? What did that guy say about me? So if you can answer truthfully without saying something negative, awesome. If you can't, then you are allowed to lie for peace. Yes, Morty. That might be tricky, right? Right? Yeah, that would be a tough situation, correct. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, uh, but you can't go ahead. You're not going to be able to go ahead and say what the person said. You can't. You can't say that. So good. You, you, it won't be as easy to, to lie because you have your brother in the picture, but... Yeah, you're right. So, first of all, is it like allowed or must? It's permissible. You're allowed to. You're allowed to. Either the first thing is repeat it without saying the negative information so you're not lying. And the second thing is, if you're going to cause these two people to hate each other, then you must. Well, yeah, whatever, yeah. Right, so, they, so if that's that it's negative, right? Yeah, yeah, right. That would probably be right. That's probably would be dangerous because you're gonna, because then the person knows that that the person said something negative. Again, remember, rachilus is is that you're causing two people to not like each other. So you gotta you gotta do anything you can. It sounds like even to the point to lie to make sure that two people you're not gonna be in the middle of two people not liking each other. Yeah. Someone else had something? Okay, yeah. But that's what Morty was saying. Yeah, that's what he was saying. To what? He's going to ask you to swear. Right, he's saying don't swear falsely. I mean, who's, if it's the... The sweet, you know, I promise. I mean, I don't, I don't know what. No, I, I don't know. You, that would be a tough situation. You're right. If he's going to say you promise, promise, I don't know. He's going to push you against the wall. I don't know. Take a safer Torah. I don't know. You know. I don't know whether, you know. Yeah. Whatever it is, but but what do you see from here? You see from here the importance of a person. Um, for the sake of peace, that a person is allowed to lie. A person is allowed to lie. Now, obviously, you have to be careful um, how far you take that, but that's what uh, that's what the Allah is. Okay, Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should all be zocha today and every day, not to speak any lashon hara, not to be involved. And a lot of these questions of, let's say, he forces me to take a shvua. Let's say other people are involved. Let's say all these things. That's why a person has to dive into Hashem, not to be put in those situations. We don't want to be put in that situation. Right? You want to ask yourself, when you're in a situation of Lashon Hara, when you're in a situation of, of causing some type of rift between two people, you want to ask yourself, what is it, how did I get here? That's what you want to ask. You want to ask yourself, why was I put in this situation? Because nobody is anywhere without choosing to be in that situation. No one is in a situation. No one just happens to be in a situation. You put yourself in situations. Sometimes you're in a situation, and well, what could you do? You're forced there. But most of the time, most of the time, you're the one who put yourself. Yeah, what did you want to say to that, Shimon? Well, there's a reason. Right. But, the, but what? That what? Correct. 
That what? That you... Okay, right. Sometimes you are forced, but you can also question yourself to say, who put me in the... How did I get into this environment, right? I took the bus to go over here. I took the airplane to go over here. I took the car to go over there. I decided to go into this room. I decided to go to this restaurant. People say, oh, uh, you know, I, I decided to say I'm going to be a guest at this person's house. So if you're worried that at someone's house they're going to be beating each other up with a bat, right, which basically means talking Lush and Hara, they're going to be beating up other people with, and, and hurting other people, then who told you to go there? Don't, then don't go there. Oh, you have to go there? Okay, so then you have to figure out what your have-tos are and what your choices in life are. Right? One of the greatest things that we can remember, that everybody could, could remember and focus on, one of the greatest things is that you are the captain of your ship. You are the one who makes the decisions to go where you go, to do what you do, to listen to what you listen to, to be in those situations. It's not as forced as you think things are, especially when you become 18, 19, when you graduate high school. When you're in kindergarten, you can blame your parents. When you're in high school, you can blame your parents. Once you start graduating and you start getting out of that world, then you have to start asking yourself, who am I, what am I, and what are the decisions that I'm making? That's the, those are, that's the difference between, between a mature person and an immature person. Hashem should help us all. Shalom Bizocha, not to speak any Lashon Hara, Rechilas today and every day. Amen. And all the Jewish people, of course. Yes. I want to share yes. that this share every day, as we mentioned, it causes us to be aware of things. And the more you get aware, you also start controlling other things. Um, last night, I was pulling through my house, it was cold outside, and I cleaned a few things, uh, like a cup or a bag in the car, and I got out and I just dropped it on the floor. <clears throat> and then I'm like, I'm not an animal. And I went back and threw it in the garbage. But it's because of this every day of Kazara of control. Amazing. It's true. It's true. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Let us continue on the journey of humility, the journey of anava. So I just want to talk out again. There are four components to a person having anava understanding anava, being humble. And we said the first two are more reactions. The first two are how a person is physically walking around, physically talking, right? Going ahead and talking more soft. A person not always having to be in shotgun, not always having to be number one, not always having to have everything that he wants to have to be perfect. Those are the first two areas. Number one is the way a person is talking, the way a person is walking, the way a person is sitting. And the second thing we said is that you are sovel elbonos, which is very difficult. That when people insult you and people hurt your feelings, you don't fight back. Right? Like they say, it takes two people to fight. You can't fight with one person. Which means if somebody is, right, I have this a lot of times when, when I speak to people about shalom bias, right, I say you can only fight if there are two people involved. If you're not going to fight, then there will be no fight. The only way to have a fight is when, is when you go ahead and you fight back. So if somebody goes ahead and insults you, someone hurts you, so the fight begins when you, when you attack back. If you don't attack back, there will never be a fight, okay? So now, we spoke yesterday, Shai was asking about being a pushover, right? We're, 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 we're talking about not necessarily being a pushover, but somebody who is able to receive an insult, you're able to receive something not going your way, and you don't necessarily push back if it's not going your way. You're like, okay. It's okay, like uh, some of the st stories that Rabbi Tzvi was saying the other day, right? The pshat is, okay, so the store is closed. Okay, the guy cut me off, right? It's one of the hardest things 
right? When you're waiting online and someone goes ahead and goes in front of you in line, right? So a person wants to go ahead and push, push the guy back or say something to the guy. If a person can practice, a person <laughs> practices little by little, the Ramchal is going to say little by little, Little by little, you start getting into the zone of, it's okay, so my roommate's a little bit noisy, okay? It's okay if the lights don't go out exactly when I want them to go out. It's okay if I don't get the food, I'm not the first online to get whatever it is, I don't get everything that I, that I feel I need to get. It's okay. The more a person accustoms himself, that if somebody rejects you, a lot of the problems that people have is rejection. They feel that, oh, this guy doesn't like me. This guy said this to me. This guy, expectations from other people, expectations that I'm supposed to be something to everybody, whatever it might be. When a person lives in that world, he's always running after feeling a certain way. When a person can accept insult, and a person can accept that not everything has to be. This was the first few shiurim we spoke about anava. When you accept that not everything is going to be exactly the way you want things to be, then you're able to be sober, you're able to live a happier life. When everything has to be a certain way, then you're constantly being disappointed. This has got to be like this, this has got to be like that. When a person is able to flow with things and he's able to go with the flow and not everything has to be perfect, right? The air conditioning doesn't have to be the perfect thing. The heat doesn't have to be perfect. Supper, God willing, wait till you get married, right? You come home and you're expecting, right? Okay, it might happen the first couple weeks, right? As a newlywed, your wife's going to want to cook, right? But then in Hashem, you'll have a baby, you'll have this, you'll have this problem. Then suddenly supper is, uh, might not be what you expect. So what do you know? Oh, where's my... Right? You picture yourself. Where's my supper? Especially if you're someone who's very mockbid, that you need your food to be exactly a certain way. You need everything to be a certain way. What are you going to say? Okay, honey, there's no supper. I'm going out to eat. I'm going to get, I'm going to, uh, going to, go, go to Sam's. Right. Okay, that you can do. Shalom is for Sam. That. But what are you going to do? You're going to, every time the meal is, is, is not exactly right, you're going to, but that will happen to you. That will happen to you. If every time you need the heat on to be a certain thing, oh, the heat's not exactly the way I want it, my bed's not exactly the way I want it, the shower's not exactly the way I want it, everything's not exactly the way I want it, the person looked at me in the wrong way and I'm going to fall apart? No. Person, the more you learn to just, to just go and accept, and it's hard. It's hard, especially if you've been babied your whole life, and your mommy, you know, the whole time is making sure that everything's perfect, and your daddy's making sure that everything's perfect. So you live in this world, and you think everything's got to be perfect. That's a big problem. So that's number two. Now we're going to go to number three, number four. Let me just get the comments on number one and number two, because I know yesterday also we started talking about it, but it seemed that that um, many of you had what to say on this, and it's very important. But let's finish. That's the first step. The first step is learning not to be shotgun. You don't always have to be the first. You don't always have to have, you know, I got this bed, right? Sometimes you go on a trip with somebody. You go with some friends. You go this, the, right? There's always that guy who's like, oh, I got to have this first. I got to have that first. Like, chill. It's okay. You could be the guy who's not getting everything first. People end up liking you even more that way. Okay, that's number one. That's number one and two. Question and comments on that, and then I want to move on. To, to more proactive, which the Ramchal is going to talk about. Yes? Um, Rebbe and I have discussed in the past uh, the concept of being solo, mm-hmm. and accepting things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it came out in a matter that it isn't l'chachila, and therefore you should talk it out and not just accept everything. That's not right. So, right, that's not so a contract. Rebbe saying that. No, it's not a contract. Everything right, so first of all, it's not you should. There's no you should. It's not you should or should not. Right? It's not you should or you should not. The question is, do I, do I, do I, there's nothing wrong with communicating with someone. There's nothing wrong with communicating with someone if they did something to you. There's nothing wrong with saying, why did you do that to me? But there, there's a difference between, between someone going ahead and just um, getting angry at someone. And, and, you know, retaliate, retaliating at somebody and pushing back at someone to say, you know, um, especially if you're, if, I don't know if you're talking about Shalom Bias, you're talking about with your wife, there's nothing wrong with saying, you know, um, 
you know, what are we doing about supper? What's the story about supper? As opposed to expecting and getting angry. There's nothing wrong with having conversations. There's nothing wrong with addressing things. It's very important to address things. But it's not a contradiction for a person to, uh, you know, be addressing everything that ever comes up. And the more you're able to endure things, and the more you're able to to, to be soulful things, then you'll, you'll be okay. It's not you should. It's not about should or should. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're saying. Right, right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you're. That what? Hmm. It's not either or. It's not either or. The more a person learns to to be soulful insult the more a person learns that doesn't mean you take abuse from somebody that doesn't mean if you're married to an abusive person or your boss is abusive that you stay in the job because you're trying to be a big tzaddik no you get out of the job and you say I'm not going to be you know doesn't mean you get out of the relationship doesn't mean you get divorced but you could say uh, you can't be abusive to me that's not that's not they're, they're very different things it's different than somebody cuts you off on the highway, right? And then you go and you cut him off. Or you go ahead and you're standing online somewhere and someone doesn't. Those are two different things than being in a relationship. You're talking about being in a relationship, correct? Yeah, but even, even mundane, even things that happen in your life, like we should go about our whole life. In being in a... Things. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Just That's the best. Again, I, I don't... Again, I'm not sure what you're talking about. If you're talking about a relationship, you're talking about building a relationship with your wife, well, I'm not sure what you're talking about. You're talking about building a relationship with your, with your boss, with, your, with a chavrusa, you're building a relationship with people. Yeah, even, even right, yeah, regular, day, regular... I'm not sure what you're... I'm not sure what you're... So I need a specific example. Yeah, I'm saying if, if something keeps on... Occurring. You're talking about a relate. You're talking about a, a relationship. relationship. You have to speak things out, and then right. that's okay. Right. And then you let's say you spoke it out, and now it's continuously still happening. Okay, so then you have to you have to. Right. About yeah, exactly. Of course. But maybe you should just accept it. Good. You're right. In economy, you have to know. You have to know what is it. What's the line? Uh, 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 grant me the things that I that I can change. Let me accept the things. Right, the courage to change the things that I can and to accept the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference between the two. That's all. Right? So uh, it's not correct. I'm not sure, right? So you have to know what you can change, what you can change. But basically what the Ramchal is saying is that a lot of times people walk around their whole life, right? Yosef. People walk around their whole life and they are huffing and puffing about everything that's happening to them. People walk around and they're upset about this, they're upset about this, they're upset about this. So then maybe you have to check, right? That's that, that's that, you know, you guys have heard this from me, the guy who goes to the doctor. When I go like this, it hurts. 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 Your finger's broken. So you have to know when, when is your finger broken and when is the situation that you're in is broken. Yeah, you have to know, right? Sometimes, sometimes if you're, you're in a relationship with someone, sometimes that other person could be broken, and you have to deal with that. So you have to deal with that. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, anybody else? Yeah. Right, so why would a person, so my question to you would be, why would you be in a group of, like that? That's a terrible group to be in. You have to ask yourself, why am I in a group like that? Right? Why did I put myself there? You want, you want to be in a group where, where if, you're in a, if you're down or you're a certain way, that they're going to uplift you, not push you down. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's 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 start with this next piece. Sinas harabanos ubrichas hakavod. Says the Ramchal, the next level to be humble is that a person is not focused. Uh, that a person is not focused on honor. He's not focused on how people are viewing him, but rather the person is focused on getting the job done. Especially in our world 
where people are very, very self-conscious and people are very into how people are going to view me. So when a person is always aware of how people are viewing me and viewing me and viewing me, first of all, you'll never know how everybody looks at you. Secondly, you're so busy thinking about how other people look at you that you're not able to get the job done that you need to do. And says the Ramchal, Amru Chachamim, Hakavad Eino Elahevel Havalim, Hamavir Esaadam Al Daitoi. When you're searching for approval from people, when you're searching for approval and for everyone to give you a pat on the back from what you're doing, you will never, ever, ever be satisfied because you're constantly looking for something that you'll never, ever get. You'll never know if you got it. And number two, he says, it's Mavri al-das, Tata al-das kono, umeshakcho, there's such an incredible line, says the Ramchal, it makes you forget your mission. What happens is a person can be focused on what is my mission? Why did I come to yeshiva? Why did I go take this job? Why did I go do what I'm doing? What happens is we get distracted by other people's approvals, by other people's expectations in us. And then what happens is we ourselves get frustrated because I think that someone doesn't approve of me. I'll never get the approval of everybody. I forget about God because I can't focus on Hashem. I can't focus on my relationship with Hashem. And number three, I can't focus on the task at hand because I'm so busy looking to my right. I'm so busy looking to my left. And like it works with everybody. Everybody, right, like we said before, number one, nobody's looking at you that you think everybody's looking at you. You think everybody's looking at you, not, not everyone's looking at you like you think everybody's looking Number two, everybody's in the same boat. And who are the people who are matzliach? Who are the successful people? The successful and happy people are the people who are not focused on anybody else, but they're focused on the job. I always, the example I always imagine is the, uh, the guy who's, who's at the foul line with a minute left, and they're down by two, and he's got to hit two free throws. If he's looking around the stadium saying, okay, everybody, I'm doing this for you, I don't want that guy shooting the free throws. I want a guy who's shooting the free throws, the guy who's able to be laser focused like he's in a gym himself, like he doesn't care about the crowd, it doesn't interest in the crowd. All I gotta do is I gotta put this ball in the bucket and I gotta do what I gotta do. Afterwards, what's gonna happen? Afterwards, everyone's gonna give him the, the, the applause. But that's not at all what he cares about. That's not at all what his mission is. And honestly, it doesn't make a difference to him whether the crowd is there or the crowd's not there. He wants to win, he wants to do his mission, he wants to accomplish it. You want to approve, you don't want to approve, I couldn't care less. Now that doesn't mean you can't speak to a Rebbe, you can't speak to a friend, it can't mean you can't speak to people you look up to to say, where am I headed in life? I'd like you to help guide me. But if you're always looking behind, your, behind, behind yourself to the left and the right to say, is this one approving me? Is this guy in sheer approving me? Am I this year? Am I this status or that status? You will drive yourself crazy. You will disconnect yourself from Hashem, as he says. You'll be very difficult to have a relationship with Hashem. And most importantly, I would say, you're going to forget what your life is about. And a person, yeah, Rabbi C, sounds like you you care about people that don't care about us. That's what's crazy. Right. If you care about me, that's not worth because he knows me. Right. And he knows Beautiful. what I'm doing. Right. Like, well said. Beautiful. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 It's so true. And such a good point is that the people who care about us. Are, are accepting of who we are. The ones who give us the benefit of the doubt. The, the, the benefit of the doubt. Okay, beautiful. It's the people who, who we are, are uh, I'll use the word. People that don't care. Put that on the chat, Shana. That's a genius line. <laughs> 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 okay, that's number one. Other question, comments? Yes. So, the person still needs to be able to find the balance does he need other people's approval and have him be able to reach out to other people to get the school which he needs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, so, so well, 
Well, well said. Right? Well said, Bensi. So one second. What Bensi's saying is that there's a difference between getting the support, and that's what Yishai was saying, getting the support of what you need versus looking around. And Rabbi Tzi was saying this. Who are you looking for approval? What does that approval mean? What's the approval mean? It means that every time I do something, I need uh, uh, someone to applause me, or I can learn, or I can learn, and this is a very important tool, I can learn to applause myself, and I can learn to be mechazik myself. Now, obviously, it's wonderful. It's one of the reasons why it's good for a person to get married, and it's good to have a spouse who could support you, and it's good to have someone who believes in you and to have a close friend. It doesn't have to be friends. All you need sometimes is a good friend, a good mentor to guide you and to believe in you. But the problem is, like Rabbi Tzvi is saying, is that if you're always looking for every person in the room and every person in your family and every person is for everyone to go ahead and to send you, you are the king of the world, you are the best. And every time, and you know what happens a lot of times? A lot of times, again, I'm not blaming, it's hard to blame, right, your parents or blame, right? A lot of times, <laughs> parents want their children constantly to be the greatest, and you got to be the greatest, and the expectations are too high for a person. Everything's always got to be great. Everything's always got to be, right, you can't fail, you can't mess up. When a person lives in the world, like, it's okay if I messed up. It's okay. And like we were saying, to be supportive, like you're saying, to be supportive of someone, to love, to judge that person, like Hafschus, to go around people who believe in you, not whether you're matzliach or not matzliach. Approval is, oh, I'm matzliach or I'm not matzliach. It's not about me being matzliach. It's about believing that I can get to where I can get to. That's very, very well said, Bensi. Thank you. Beautiful. Yes, Yishai. It's, it's, it's not even that people work too hard to get approval. It's not working at all. Because when somebody's working, whatever it is, the people who approve them naturally, like people who want to succeed. So even when they're doing not something that's something so great, they'll, they'll always assume that they're going to get better and they love them, or they care because they're another Jew or another human. But once they're working hard, and people say they're working too hard to get people's approval, it's not too hard. If they're working at all for it, and they're ready because they're not everybody approves of them anyways and anything that they're working is all in excess beautiful beautiful well said you beautiful well said and you and you triggered me to something to say that if you're really really focused on your mission you're not going to be paying so much attention you're not going to be paying so much attention to what other people think you're going to get your you're going to get your your mission, you're going to get your chizik, and then you're going to go and get to work. Usually when a person, as, as those of you have read, reinventing yourself, as he talks about, you know, lo losing yourself, and being so, so in your own zone that you're not even thinking about the approval. The approval only comes afterwards when you get the award. And you're like, oh, and then you're like, all right, great, thank you so much, thank you so much, I gotta get, I gotta go get back to work. The people who are waiting for the awards are the people who usually don't get the awards. It's the people who don't care so much about the awards who are getting the awards. The people who don't, who are not looking for approval, are the ones who usually will get the approval. Right? The guy in yeshiva, right? The guy in yeshiva, right? You take a guy like Yisrael Stadler. Right? You guys are Yisrael Stadler. I mean it. Yeah. A guy like Yisrael Stadler, right, for three years, believe it or not, Yisrael Stadler has been sitting, well, I can't say not, not in that seat, because we were upstairs in Mesil Sisharim, right, upstairs when we were upstairs in the base parish. But Yisrael Stadler was sitting over there, in the corner, for three years, recording, taping, taking. Another guy who's similar to that, he's not looking for approval. He does this thing in a quiet, quiet way. No, no wonder why he's the legend that he is, because he's sitting there now looking, now looking for approval. I mean that. I mean that. And he would, and I'll tell you, he would never imagine, he would never imagine that he would be where he is today. Never, never in the wild would you ever imagine. Never in, the, in his wild. Why? What did he do? Day in, day out, in his quiet way, sitting there doing his thing. And someone like that, that is the one who's going to get the approval. And it's like that with everybody. 
We live in a world where everyone's trying to, trying to get the approval, and then they miss the entire boat. They miss the entire boat because oh, they get their, uh, they get their fanfare, and then what happens? You know what happens also when you go home and you close the door, right? What happens? You go home and you close the door. Why do people struggle a lot with shalom bias and they love being at work? Because you come home and you close the door and you're there with your wife and your kids. You're not going to get your claps. You're not going to get your approval. You're going to have to work hard <laughs> to be a good husband and to be a good father. That's the hardest thing for a person to do and that's the most important thing for a person to do is what happens in homes. Why are the homes so challenging nowadays because everybody outside is looking for all the lights and all the sirens and all the everyone clapping you and telling you oh you're the man you're the man and then a person comes home and you're not the man and your kids need something from you and you're not the man but that's really like the Ramchal says you'll be mishakeach all of your avoda yes um yes so basically we're saying like we said that uh, how do you say the people who we care about the people who don't care about us? Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, and then somebody else said a thing here, uh, who was that basically the people who care about us are usually the ones who give us the benefit of the doubt, right? But we tend to be more focused on the ones who don't. I think the reason is because we say Korapu said, but said, right? Right. So the fact is, if we approve ourselves or if we don't, that's who we're seeking our, our Very good. from. So if I'm somebody who doesn't approve of myself, beautiful people who don't approve of myself either, beautiful. Beautiful. So what's the craziest trick is even after they do approve of you, then you're not going to them anymore. You go to the other. on the other side. There are people who do approve you, which means if you don't lock yourself in a room until you approve of yourself, you'll never win because you're always going to. And as soon as you're with you, they're not with you anymore. Beautiful, beautiful, amazing, amazing. 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 Just a chazer, just a chazer over what Shlomo Zalman is saying is so true. Meaning if you don't approve of yourself, if you don't respect yourself and you don't value what you're doing, and you're not focused on what you're doing, what you're going to do is you're automatically going to find the people who don't approve of you. And then what he's saying is that when someone does approve of you, they're going to go into the category of the people who approve of you, so you're going to have to find now another person who doesn't approve of you. Right. It's incredible. So the first place that a person has to begin is with not even looking for that approval. He's not even looking. That's why it says, ha love work. Love to work. Usina. Do you hear how powerful that is? Usina es Hate the position. Hate the position. It's not about what position you are. Because you know who only cares about the position? It's only the people who you don't care. You don't care about them, and they don't care about you. Oh, Shalom Aleichem, what do you do for a living? Oh, Shalom Aleichem, what do you do? Who are you? What does that mean? A person who knows you and knows you're a beautiful person, you don't look at your friends, right? When you have a friend, when you guys are a little bit younger, when I look at my friends, I don't look at my friends and say, oh, wow, he's in this position and he's in that position. When you look at your 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 parents, you look at people who are older, you look at, they're in this position, who cares? What type of person are they? Are they a quality person or they're not a quality person? Are they, a, are they someone who works hard? People respect people who work hard. People don't respect people who are in positions. People respect the person. People don't respect positions. Right? It doesn't say, if you look at any tombstone, after a person dies, it doesn't say what he did for a living. It says what type of person is this person. This person's an honest person. This person is a loving person. This person's a father, a loving father. This person is a Yare Shamayim. That those are the things that are important. So that's number three in humility. Now this is talking about how to be a humble person. That's what's incredible. Humility is working hard. Like, and this goes in conjunction to what we've been saying. 
Who are the humble people? Avram Avinu is the humble person. Avram Avinu is, is, is doing and doing and doing. David Amalek is the humble person. He's doing, he's doing, he's doing. Moshe Rabbeinu is the humble person. If a person, and this is the irony, people think, oh, I feel, um, I have this low self-esteem, I'm humble because I do nothing. No, that's not low, that, that, that's not humility, that's gaiva. If you're sleeping all day, if you don't have your mission, that means you are giving in to your ego. How ironic is it that the people who are not on their mission are the people filling up their ego, filling up themselves with all of their desires. And those are the people who are not happy. The people who are happy are the people who are not giving in to ego, are the people working hard and focused on their mission. Okay, beautiful. So that's number three. And now I want to just enter... The last piece that the Ramchal says, and Ramchal says an incredible thing. He says, the fourth part of being a humble person, and this is incredible, is honoring other people. Not only am I focused on my work, not only am I not looking for people to approve of me, but what I'm doing is, I'm approving of everybody else. You hear that? Meaning my focus, not only is it not about, and this fits with what Shlomo Zaman was saying, not only am I not looking for my own approval, but I approve of everybody else, and I honor everybody else. And I was thinking it actually fits. Why? Because when you approve of yourself, then you could approve of somebody else. When you disapprove of yourself, then you disapprove everybody else. So when you are able to be a person who approves of myself, therefore I'm not looking for everybody else's approval. I'm focused on my work. And know what I'm focused on? Ezel Mechubad, who is an honorable person, somebody who honors other people. And he says, Ezel Mechubad, Amachabed Sabrias, and he says, Have a b'shloim kol adam, like it says Rabbi Yochanan, to say good morning to somebody, to say hello to somebody, to go over to somebody. Why do a lot of people have trouble going over to somebody? Because they need that other person first to approve of them. When you're confident, you can go over to somebody and say, Shalom Aleichem, welcome. When you're not so confident, it's much harder to go over. Why? Because I'm looking for that person to approve of me. But if I don't care if I'm a little bit anxious, if I'm okay that I don't feel 100% good, but I'm going to honor somebody else, that is how a person focuses on being more humble. And he says like this, says the Ramchal, an incredible thing. He says, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, lo hiktim lo adam shalom e'olam. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai never had any person first say hi to him. Afilu goy bashuk. Even a goy in the shuk, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai would go ahead and be machabit. Even the guy to go ahead and say, hi, how are you? To honor other people, to honor animals, to make sure, like one of the stories of one of the tzaddikim who was walking with his Talmud, and his Talmud was plucking off things from the tree, and he says, why are you, why are you destroying a, a, a tree? Why are you destroying something that's alive? I want to live in this world. I want to be a person in this world who's honoring everything around me, lifting up everyone around me. Not someone who's pulling people down, whether it's in my head, whether it's in my heart. To be a person who's mechabed, who honors every person, every situation. Says Ramchal, When you act like this, it takes away a lot of stumbling blocks. What's incredible is you end up gaining. If you're able to be, let's talk about these four things again. If you're able to be somebody who can handle insult and it doesn't make you shrivel up and you're able to deal with if somebody looks at you the wrong way. If you're able to be someone who doesn't always have to be first on line. You're able to be someone who could be third on line. You're able to be someone who's last on your line. You're able to be someone that I'm not the best in sheer. I'm not the best at this. You're able to be that. You're able to be a person who's focused on my own approval, not the approval of other people. 
I'm focused on what I need to do, the work that I got to do. And last but not least, that you're able to be a person who honors other people. You're able to go ahead and to do things for other people. Says Ramchal, That person won't be jealous. He's not going to care about things so much. He's going to be an easy, go lucky, happy, sweet, amazing guy. The ode. Listen to what he says. Not only that, people love the humble person. And the chevras of mode. He's popular. He'll get the job. He'll get the job. The guy who doesn't say, that's not my job. Right? You ever work with people? Anyone who's been in, in, in companies or working and you hire somebody or you're hired and someone says, that's not my job. Could you please clean the tables? That's not my job. Could you please sweep the floor? That's not my job. The worst. The worst. The, worst. the guy who doesn't talk and he does his job, those are the guys who make it to the top of the chain. Those are the guys, the guys who are always looking at the top of the chain. Oh, I got to be the boss. I got to be the man. No one's interested in that. No one, no, one, no one cares for that. People respect people who are focused on respecting you, respecting the customer, respecting everybody. Someone like that makes it far in life. And that's what he says. He's not going to argue with anybody. He's not going to get into any fights. Everything peaceful. I love this word. Where does our peace of mind lacking? Where does that come from? It's incredible how the Ramchal gets it all. We live in a world, America. We live in a world, a Western civilization. Which, Baruch Hashem, we all have a lot of blessings from America. We have a lot of blessings from the abundance that we have. But with every blessing and these blessings come a lot of challenges. There's a reason why America and there's a reason why our civilization are into drugs, alcohol, into anxiety, into all of these things. It's all because it's the opposite of everything the Ramchal is saying. Because if you're not behashkeit, if you're not able to have peace of mind, you're not able to have peace of heart, you're not able to live the way you want to live, then most probably you're missing these four components. Most probably you're looking for approval. You're waiting for somebody to honor you. You're waiting for someone to, to make your life a certain way. You can't handle somebody disapproving of you. Yes, Mordechai. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Correct. Everyone's waiting. Everyone's waiting to spend the money to go on vacation in order to relax. Right? What happens in order to relax and to have peace of mind? What do I got to do? I got to spend a lot of money to be on vacation. I got to go to the perfect place, to the perfect hotel, to the perfect beach, with the perfect weather, with the perfect people. And what happens? What happens is the weather wasn't like I thought it was going to be. The hotel well, it didn't turn out to be like I wanted it to be. The beach, right, was a little bit too sandy. The water was a little bit too wavy. And what, what happens? What happens is all the things that in my dreams that I thought was going to bring me peace in mind actually ruins my day. Yes? It's crazy because you can, you can say like, yo, this place sucks. And then you go somewhere else like a beautiful, you go to a nice Florida or something. And then you're still fine every single problem. So it's not even the place. You could be anywhere and have an amazing mind. Exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. It's not, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Shimon, it's not, it's not where you are. It's who you are. The only reason why you have to go somewhere is because you're tripping about all the negative things in the and if you're a negative guy, you're going to bring your negativity with you wherever you go. Like Shomazam was saying, you will find the problem. If you're a problem finder, you will find the problem. If you're a problem solver, you'll solve it, right? Who said that? What was that line? That, that uh, positive people find a, 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 the solution to every problem, and negative people find the problem with every solution. They find the problem with every solution. So says the Ramchal, and listen to what he says, listen to how he ends off. I said this, I think, in the first year of Anova. He says, Ma 
Listen to this, and we'll end off with this. Masha Asasa, Chachma Torah Larosha, Asasa Anava Akev Lesulyasa. It's a Yushalmi. And Yushalmi says like this Chachma, everybody wants wisdom. Everybody wants to understand things. Everybody wants to be a wise man. Says the, says the Ramchal, the wise man doesn't even come to the to the to the shoot to the to the soul to the soul of the humble person which is basically anova Hashem that that a person who has anova a person who has humility he is puts the chacham, he puts the wise man in his back pocket how many people have suffered how many people have suffered from the words and I know this is ironic Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you get it. How many people have suffered in school? How many, <laughs> how many, people, how many people in school suffered? How many people suffered? And, and you're making a joke, Rabbi C, but it's so true. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying it even. Somebody who's smart, sometimes it's your worst enemy. Because you know why? It takes away the hard work that you have to put in. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, what makes people happy and what makes people successful has nothing to do with your brains. It has nothing to do with your looks. It has nothing to do with the money in the bank. It has nothing to do with who your parents are, what status you have. It has to do with one thing and one thing only. The effort that you put in to, to become who you want to become. Someone put on the chat yesterday, it was a beautiful quote. You know what, let's see if I could find it. This was a recent quote. It was incredible. And the quote was so so good. I think it was surely probably. Right? It was such a it was such a great line. It was actually Yehuda Castell, right? What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. What you become with hard work. Everyone's always waiting. Ah, oh, my million dollars in the bank. Ah, oh, my happiness. Ah, oh, my, my getting rid of my desires. Ah, oh, my peace of mind. The relationship I'm going to finally have with my father, with my mother, with my uncle, whoever it might be. That's going to be when I'm going to be a healthy person. No, it's the journey to get there. It's the process of working on yourself. That is the greatness. That is what you become during that journey. That is what life is about. Life is not about, yes, Dovi. So authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, is when a person is connected to what? Reality. Reality is Hashem. That's reality. Ein od milvado. Hashem created you. Hashem created us. Hashem runs the world. It's His world. We're going to die. Hashem lives forever. That's it. That's reality. Reality is there's a God. Reality is that you're here for a purpose, that Hashem sent you on that purpose. So the more humble a person is, the more a person is able to see the truth. When a person is all into his ego, when a person is all about filling himself up, then he's not able to see the truth. You know why? Because he's blinded by himself. He's blinded by his own, his own self. Anochi omed ben Hashem ben The more humble a person becomes, the more hard work you put into things, the more you forget about your ego, the more you realize, whoa, this world doesn't belong to me. We're going to talk about that. And then in one second, a person can get hit by a car and he's done. In one second, a person can die. In one person, a person can be diagnosed with a terminal illness, God forbid. In one second, a person can slip and fall and he needs everybody to help him. 
So humility and working hard. The reason, how come a person can sit around and do nothing all day? You know what? Because in his mind, I'm God, and I can do what I want. I got all the time in the world to do what I want. Yeah? Is that true? Is that true? I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Right? That's where God comes in. That's for a different shear. That's for a different conversation. Very good question. Yes, Morty. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. Beautiful. It's true. Well said. Well, Morty's saying a little bit deeper than that. Beautiful. Is that you're saying? That's actually because Hashem, very good. Hashem just does what he's got to do. He's not looking for any applause. If if not, it's actually the exact opposite. All Hashem gets is all the complaints and all of this. Hashem doesn't get the applause. Very good, Morty. I like that. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should all be Zoha, each and every one of us. This is obviously a high level, but it's something, as the Ramchal is going to say, we'll talk about it, God willing, tomorrow. Ma'at, ma'at, yes. This is a correct sentence. Basically, our surroundings are only a reflection of what's inside of us. Yes, a million percent. A million percent. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should all be Zoha, because all of us want the peace of mind. All of us want the Sheket, all of us want to be able to do what we want to do. All of us want to be happy. All of us want to be popular. All of us want all the gains of the opposite things that we're chasing after that pull us away from being humble. But when a person is focused on these four things, if you're focused on not having to be the man, if you're focused that if someone insults you or you're hurt by someone, it doesn't make you fall apart. If you're focused that you're a person who is focused on my mission and I'm not looking for someone's approval. And last but not least, if I'm a person who is looking to honor other people and looking to see the good in other people, that is a person who is wiser than the wise man. That is a humble person. And the biggest thing that I want to say, we'll end off as we end off all the time, is that if you're focused on your past and you're thinking only about your past, then you're someone who's not free to live the way you want to live. The humble man is a person who's not afraid to fail. He's not afraid to mess up. And the only reason we don't try things now and our future is because of our past mess-ups and our past failures. But if you're humble to the point where it's okay if I fail, as long as I tried, as we say, it's better to try and fail than to fail to try. Then you will try anything, you'll continue trying anything, because it's okay if I messed up. I'll try it again. I don't have to be perfect. Not everything has to be exactly the way I think it has to be or the way other people are going to have to say, oh, it has to be, yes. So are you saying that the person who's thinking about the approval of everyone is, is, is being owned by them? Mm-hmm. So like the, the basketball example we were saying earlier, that it's not like I'm on the court with Michael Jordan and I'm tripping out to what Michael Jordan's thinking of me. I'm tripping out to all those suckers in the fan in the, in the stands who spend $200 to sit there and actually watch me. Right. So like I'm being owned by some dude who came to watch me in the first place. Right. It's not like I'm being owned by like some legend. Mm-hmm. Very good. Right. Correct. You won't play with the legend. Oof. Right. Yes. Correct. Correct. Well, you're, you're with Michael Jordan for more than a day, then you, you won't be able to play with him. It's yeah. only the guy that's always out. Right, that's correct. It's only the guy I'm who doesn't saying, care. I'm saying you're caring about people who aren't even right. right. That's the same thing we were saying. Correct, correct. You're caring about, but what Rip C is saying is if you care really about anyone, you, no, one, no one wants to handle with someone who cares about, oh, oh, I'm so, people want to connect to people. They're not looking for, oh, you're self-conscious that you're hanging out. Right? When, people, when people go and they create relationships with people, it's not because they're all, uh, you know, tripping out that, oh, I'm sitting with this person. You have a conversation. You listen to the person. You're in the zone. You're in your zone. Unfortunately, unfortunately, what, what movies has done and what Hollywood has done, what, what uh, drugs has done, what social media has done is it's taken away the hard work 
and it's taken away working through things. It's about being somewhere. It's about being something. And it's a bunch of hooey. That's why everybody's depressed. That's why people are sad. That's why people don't have good relationships because they just want to be somewhere. They want to have people like them, which is a normal thing that you want people to like you. But if that's your whole focus in life, people won't like you. You're not going to like yourself. Hashem should help us smash our rearview mirrors. Hashem should help us focus on what we got to do. Hashem should guide us. And through that, we'll be Zoha to live today as the first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoh. Judah.